Gosh, I'm gonna have to edit some. Do you have a fetish? Yeah, you have to edit all this out. Tabitha's like, well, what kind? <laughs> have you have totally over. Take all this shit out. It's over. What does this mean? Spend like eight minutes of bullshit. <laughs> off the rails. Okay. Hello, and welcome to Table for Five with no reservations. Take a seat at the table for a fresh, sweet, salty, tart, and pleasantly bitter conversation. Thank you for taking a seat at the table. We are on our No Reservations episode of our ninth series, All the Love. So tonight at the table, I have Kimberly McIsaac. Hello. Jen Dunn. Hello. Rachel Flanagan. Hey, everyone. Tabitha Cabrera. Hello. And me, Jamie. I can't believe we're done with our ninth series. Oh, and Jen's wearing my shirt that says Be the Love. Yay. So tonight we're going to kind of wrap up this series and talk about what our favorite parts of this series were and try to keep it a lighter. I think our intention with this series was to be a little bit lighter and then it. <laughs> That's always yeah. our intention. And we talked about our kids, our marriage and the storytelling. Yeah. Rach, what was your favorite part of this series? You know, I have like too much smile and then all the feels all at the same time. This one's been hard for me because as you said, Jane, we were trying to keep it light and then suddenly life is happening and the link that connects us can just make it hard. And so while I love to talk about who I am versus who I feel like I should be in terms of loving myself, that was a hard one for me that week. It's, you know, mental health matters kind of stuff. And that can get heavy. I feel like I'm really proud of where Billy and I are. So it's, it's nice to always talk about the relationship stuff, but I don't know if I was as complimentary as I should have been on that one. And then communication and, and all the love is like Seely's jam. So I guess that's probably it, but to be frank, and we're sitting at the table. Uh, so we do that here. I have no idea what I said when I was talking about Seely feeling the love because I cannot remember three weeks back. So, <laughs> whatever. I'm sure that was my favorite. We feel the love in the plan of our no reservations is that we can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> the real. We, we don't know what happened. <laughs> this is not, not a clue. Actually. We've Fish all oils or anything listened else. to these episodes at least three or more times. <laughs> 20 times here. Right? Yeah. <laughs> we don't know what happened. What about you, Kimmy? Um, <laughs> just so you guys know, Kimmy's looking hot tonight. We are. Oh my God. Yes. Right at the wrap up. Um, what baby? I'm on a podcast. What was the question again? Oh, and you're so not what my, <laughs> What's your favorite? What's your favorite part of this series? Um, I really like the storytellers. Yes. They had me crying. I mean, Hannah had me tearing up. Aubrey had me bawling. I mean, I, oh, and Lexi was just laughing at me. <laughs> Lexi made me cry for yep, sure. She made me cry too, but obviously I already listened to that one a couple of times. So they're just so relatable. And anyone who didn't, hasn't listened, it's the story tells it's a sibling edition where siblings talk about their experiences, having a brother or a sister with special needs. And some of them had older siblings and some had younger siblings and I mean, it just, just got it's me. It's so cool to hear how the love shakes out. Yeah. You know, the siblings sometimes have a raw deal, you know, and they're, I think, the least recognized. Everyone knows, oh, moms, you know, how do you do it? You guys, you know, blah, 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 blah. We get, you know, some sort of recognition. Um, obviously, the children themselves, I think the siblings just kind of get 
a little bit cast aside. So I think it's really good to be able to spotlight the siblings. I think it's really important. And then the sweetest relationships. And it was like cool that they were all, that was my favorite too, that they were all kind of different ages or all their siblings were different ages. So just how like different each one was and kind of being able to see like the younger ones, maybe their future of like how it could be, like how Amanda has taken that and made her whole career out of mm-hmm. yeah. so sweet and how Lexi wants to be a nurse to help people. It's just, ugh. it's like tears of like, cause it makes you so heartbreaking, but it's so heartwarming at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, mm-hmm. you're just getting hit with both all the things. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I was listening to the episode and Celie to the storyteller one and Celie goes, she, I had my headphones on and she walks up to me and she touches my face and she goes, it's all right. You can feel all the things at once. Totally normal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Nailed it. Good. What about you, Tabs? What was your favorite part? Oh, I love the storytellers. I love it every time. I really do. I love the storytellers, other people's perspectives. But also, I really loved listening to the storytellers after talking about my kids' relationship in the love needs no words episode like the way that they interact with each other because I wonder in the future if my kids will recognize each other's struggles you know what I mean or strengths you know in a different way and so it's cool to hear like these siblings looking in from the outside I loved that remember when was it Aubrey that said my job really started the day my mom brought my sister home yeah Yeah. like like <laughs> immediately yeah. just like oh yeah. my oh. well and I think they all want to buy a, Celia's sister they yeah. all had a common thread of like being able to talk so poignantly about the struggles that they observed but also the ownership of the responsibility yeah. you know like without it being a burden to them in the way that people might think that from viewing you know like even us, our worries as, as parents is that our kids feel that like it's a different lifestyle, the weight. the weight of it. Yeah. But it didn't like none of the stories came off that way. It all came off kind of like, it's okay. This is who we are. And that's so gentle. That's, yeah. It's like every situation has their hardships and their hard times and some burdens, but the overall feeling is not that, which I think is the perspective that comes off, which is nice. Yeah. And I don't think we think of it as a burden, but like other people from the outside who don't understand the view from the inside that might be their perception of the situation and none of the siblings described it that way which was well it's just like the purest love because it's like no matter what this is hard for us we weren't born into this this happened later in life or as an adult but we lived a life we had an adulthood but they this is kind of all they know and it's like so pure beautiful how they're like yeah of course like I'm sure none of those parents and you know they're not like hey you have to take care of your sibling when you're older but they want to take that on like each one of them like I'm art like with my daughter I never want to put that pressure on her like oh this is your job you have to take care of your brother I just hope and I think she will she just loves her brother so much that she wanted that was I tell my kids there's three of you one of you is take care (laughs) just gotta figure out which one of you it is Sorry. That's the ticket. I Jamie. don't want to have two more to share the weight for. I am. Yeah, for me, it was the storytellers. I mean, it started with Hannah um, and she talked about, and I chuckled because she talked about, you know, when she'll go on a date and they'll ask, she'll write, they'll say, do you have a sibling? She'll right away say, yes, I have a you know, brother, Alex. And then when she drops the autism word, she said that, you know, a lot of common reactions is people saying or mentioning 
every single person in the world. The that cousin, they, yeah. The cousin knows someone with autism and I chuckle. I was driving and I would chuckle because that's just, I think, a natural reaction for people. Yeah. So I actually related to that part of it. Kaya's dad, he listened to them and he emailed or he messaged me back and he said, uh, that Olivia's sister is fierce AF. Like it was that he could feel the protection that she had oh, through, yeah. through it. Um, and then, I mean, I mean, I was in tears with Lexi. I mean, I actually oh, started too. crying with Hannah and I actually didn't stop the whole way through. And that, <laughs> that one, I mean, um, I don't have any other children, but I don't know why, but that specific one really, really got like pulled me by my heartstrings. And I think that, and I, I want to be very clear when I say this, I know that other siblings aren't responsible for them, but I always wondered, you know, if I had another child with it's, I think it's a little bit of that. I don't want to be clear. I'm not, no one's burden is eased by this, but there's another person there, you know, a sibling that like Kim Jen, said, I disagree. I don't get a I choice. Absolutely, I absolutely think it is just because you have the comfort of knowing that there's somebody, yeah. even if they, even if they couldn't take them on fully, that there's somebody that's going to look Watching. out for them and advocate yeah. for them and protect yeah. them. Yeah. I just, you know, some, some people are I, like, I, and, and, and I say that because I don't want anyone to, you know, get offended. Like, well, just because I have a neurotypical child doesn't mean that child's going to care for my special needs child. And I know a lot of people feel that way where they feel that's not that other child's responsibility, but like, you you just said Kim like I just feel I'm like just being honest yeah I'm there's comfort honest. in there I do I believe there's comfort there I would think there's comfort there for me I just so. have to put out there my sibling of my child is three I don't know how she's going to turn out she's <laughs> like a wild card this little I have all my eggs and two baskets and who knows what's going to happen and I'm really sure how that's going to go well, well, it's really, yeah, that was my favorite one too. for sure my sister always says I'll I'll take care of her like she'll know but I'm like you're six years younger than me <laughs> you don't have up soon after me it's, it's fine but Kimmy I'm glad you said that because you disagreed but you agreed with what I was saying like yes you understood without getting so that's I'm very happy about that yeah I yeah. feel I just feel like that it's just another weight you know yeah, not because yeah. who knows what could happen we can't tell the future my my children are I mean 17 and 19 my younger girls so we don't know what obstacles they're going to be faced with throughout their life I'm just hoping between the three of them they'll be able to find a way I mean Lexi is the assumed one that will probably take care of her like it's already been talked about a lot but who knows what life will throw right you just really don't know what can happen so right. um, I mean she already has asked questions even when she's 13 for, I have to find a boyfriend that'll be okay with this like she's yeah she's I have like, a podcast episode she can send for the first date actually tell her if she's taking yeah. interviews uh anti-gen first I'll take a husband okay yeah so she, it's a two for like, one deal she, like she thinks about these things like she asked my sister like do you do you think mom would be okay if like somebody watched her <laughs> it's like because nobody <laughs> nobody watches her nobody's it's always been I had my parents and then when they really couldn't do it anymore I had the kids you're like older yes, so like I've need never to have had I've never had somebody outside the house have to watch her like it's just nothing that we've had to do so obviously when you know but it's just, she's already thinking about these things for the future, you know, figuring out how she's going to work. I like that family. she's assuming that you're gone. Just, I mean, just go with me here. Let's be loose about this. She's assuming you're gone. She's assumed position of caregiver and she's still terrified of you. <laughs> this is perfect. <laughs> this well, is, I, you're parenting so well. You've nailed it, you Kimmy. You nailed it. <laughs> 
Don't ask I will haunt you, you if you leave her with a sitter. God damn it. <laughs> but I mean, I just think it's really cute. These are things that she's that's like thinking great. about. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I, I thought this whole series was great. Yeah, yeah I loved it. Too. So good. Turns out, as now I'm remembering, <laughs> it's it's so really good. Good. we did a good job. Yes. We've done well. Yeah. Yeah. So we thought tonight we wanted to keep it loose and fun. If you are new to the podcast and haven't gone back and listened, No Reservations is usually the final episode of the series. And we usually are a little more cut loose, but that could mean a lot of things where we're like, angry cut loose or we're having <laughs> fun but it's a little less edited and um tonight I thought we would do just like a little fun question game based off our love series kind of on the love theme but a little sillier I'm gonna ask some random questions first one who was your first celebrity crush Tabs, I'm gonna go with you because I feel like you just know Anthony Kiedis from Red Hot Chili Peppers she's ready Hands down, that long, still on your list. Beautiful hair and his ripped abs and his tattoos. Rock star. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Number one. Jen. Jen looks very excited to answer this. Cameron. Kurt Cameron. Kurt Cameron. Cameron. He was one of mine too. (laughs) (laughs) Growing jeans. Oh my god, I love this so much. Waiting for him every. Tuesday night at eight thirty. Yeah, that was mine. Kirk Cameron. Yeah, you look like you need a cigarette after declaring that. (laughs) (laughs) Now he's gone a little crazy, but back then he was definitely my cup of tea. Pre left behind. (laughs) Uh, Kimmy, is that yours, or do you have another one as well? I can't really remember too much. I saw I liked Corey Haim and Kirk Cameron, and like New Kids on the Block would probably be my like music crushes. Um, but that's as far back as I can remember. I'm sure there's more. If other people say it, I'll probably be like, you better oh, yeah. not be thinking Jordan. Okay. Cause that is oh, mine. Okay. I like Jordan, Dan, Jordan, Jordan and Donnie. Donnie. I, I met Jordan. I talked to Donnie Wahlberg on the phone. Okay. Before he had that other Jenny. <laughs> no. Well, Neil Newmark, they used to ride bikes together. So. Stop. Boston. Yeah. The Wahlberg. Mark. Yeah. Marky Mark. Oh, he's the guy who's going to play Billy in my movie. Is that the next question? <laughs> I'm going to play Rachel. Rachel, who was your crush? Oh, I just was like a Stand By Me girl. Like a, like, yeah, I like, like the, the movie? guys Stand By Me. I me like, um, like, I, I love one of that my only movie. VHS in my, like, bedroom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was Top Gun. So even though I knew he was super short, I was like, a I want a guy who's going to sing to me. That volleyball scene. Ooh, that volleyball scene. Yes. Embarrassingly, I kind of was crushing on, which I don't even want to admit now because I, now I think he's creepy. It was Tom Cruise. But like way, That's way back. Like, like cocktail. African goose. You and guys I, have never felt older too. Did anyone ever say now and then? With now like, and then, yes. Yes, the blonde guy in that. He was like a bunch of movies back then. That was like my first young crush. Like I did like Leo in Growing Pains. I did watch Growing Pains on like Nick at Night. And I thought young Leonardo was really cute. Um, But my first like during puberty, like huge crush was Hayden Christensen in the first, uh, not his first Star Wars, which I think is like the second of like, it's episode two or whatever Star Wars. Not in the, but that was like my first like, I have to marry this man. And then like, 
the next one came out and he was way ugly and then that ruined everything but i have to list two I more mean, since you guys went down this track yeah omar epps loving love basketball uh-huh. who is that not a crush he was on house oh i love him so gorgeous and the guy who was in 10 things i hate about you mm. he had an accent also long hair gorgeous i don't oh, know his name. ledger was it Heath Ledger? Yes. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. So gorgeous. Tabriel is going to have bridesmaids movie. in grunge plaid. In that movie, he's hot. Like So hot in that movie. Oh, I love that movie. Um, There's so many others, but I don't know why I just can't think of their names. I'm not liking out too. too. I had a crush on him. Mm-hmm. Must not like, You've liked never seen much. Nerdier and Younger to me. What? your reference was from star wars you're so immature at least i didn't say harry potter that would be weird but it wouldn't be surprising (laughs) okay now as an adult if you had like a celebrity hall pass and are who would you if you had the hall pass celebrity would you go for i crush would be Mm. idris elba and Jen I sit on Mark and Mark's lap single today. Jason yeah. Momoa. Mm. Whoa. I mean, Game of Thrones. Whoa, she just blacked out. Now you've got a hot spot between your eyeballs. <laughs> Jason Momoa. If you hear me. Did you watch Game of Thrones? No. Oh, yes. Uh, no. Because you're blonde. <laughs> or you're blonde and short, just like his woman in that. Anyway, <laughs> next. That, that show's not PG-13. This would not be for conversational purposes. Just the hall pass. Just the hall. <laughs> She's going for abs, not conversational purposes. This is just for I'm gonna. Okay, who else? To Come text. on. I don't really. I, I just like it's it has it's whatever I'm watching at the time. I love them in the moment, and then I move on. To the next Oh my God, that means that Kimmy wants a Western. Are you still watching Yellowstone? So right now, I'm I'm on Yellowstone, and he's not even probably like attractive. It's just his whole character. I'm in love with his whole character, and it's Rip from the Yellowstone, and I just love him so much. (laughs) Everybody wants a cowboy. Save Mm -hmm. a horse, ride a cowboy. That's what they say, Kimmy. Did you watch Bridgerton, Kimmy? Yes. Oh, I did watch that. Meet me outside, buddy. (laughs) <laughs> he, he's not like family enough for me i need like a, a guy guy yeah she might be a doctor phil not of her <laughs> i like the giant guys i also love the Manly i don't even guys. know what his name is from arrow i really love him too anybody <laughs> yeah. watch that show no my sister did me and the kids argue about him and i'm like he's actually closer to my age because he's like <laughs> a lot older in real life than on the show <laughs> who would yours be rachel flanagan Oh my god! I already went first. First go, Marky Mark. Yeah, I would. Still Marky Mark. I will. be Marky Mark. I just love him. I mean, I don't go for that whole wake up at three a.m. and work out. But listen, we she didn't just say I get to leave my life. <laughs> we didn't say I get to leave my life. I'm just adding somebody else into no, this picture. Yeah, so like, true. if he's up at three to work out, he may as well take Celia to the gym so I can go the f- to sleep, right? And then we have Marky Mark for dinner. And then he has Rachie Flanagan for dinner. What? She uses her all pass for respite. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you see that term. So let's do it. You're my hall pass. Yes. My child for the next about nursing. Jen, did you have anyone? Anyone from Young and the Restless? A president? 
And I was like, I think Barack he, Obama's off limits, right? Because like, I yes. a man can dance, so like, I think his wife is that inaugural dance. It was hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I, I take, don't really have any celebrity crushes. No, I have a second one. The not the main <laughs> character. <laughs> Here I go. If you want to know, yeah, so I have one more. <laughs> I will jump in Jed's slots. Go for it, <laughs> Not character from Sons of Anarchy, but the friend, the big giant motorcycle friend. Do you know who I'm talking about? But yeah. the friend with you're pretty animated right now, Tess. <laughs> yep. Someone needs a fan. <laughs> I may have seen this show more than one time. Phyllis just knocked me off the boat to get her second man. Seriously. And Jimmy's right. So we'll continue the blushing. Where did you lose your V-card? So mine was on, on location. A on a couch. <laughs> very boring. Mine was very Montana in a tent in a rainstorm. On top of a stick and a rock and a oh see that could go was it with a cowboy in the <laughs> no, not a cowboy, with a cowboy? <laughs> i'm not going to state my age but it was a young gentleman <laughs> but, but she was also yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm not going to state my age at the time <laughs> we're getting a lot of truth out of tabitha yeah. cabrera here on it's, the podcast it's, fr tonight. it's freeing <laughs> i guess I needed, needed the laughs, needed the laughs. Someone else go. <laughs> um, I lost my virginity. Uh, this is funny. And it was like 35 years ago and I'm still with the guy. So whatever. one time Billy Flanagan brought me on a date and he said we were going up to his parents' cabin. Oh, and lo and behold, we get there. There's no cabin. It's a freaking camper, like a pop-up camper in the rain. <laughs> During the not snow season when you can snowmobile and not during the summer season, we can go on a boat ride. So I thought, oh my God, he's bringing me here to hooch up. And then suddenly we get inside. There's nothing to do besides to watch Goodwill Hunting. Oh, great. I movie. love that movie. Me too. Or Little favorite, Orphan favorite, Annie, not to too. F it up, Jen. I don't mean to F up Little Orphan Annie because we could not get it out of the freaking VCS of the camper. Yeah. It was just, we were there to watch movies. And the I sun thought, will come out tomorrow has a whole new meeting. <laughs> little girls, little girls. Welcome you to Flanaville. You will never know. So the, we like get the tortures the of the beach. I think you're going to like it. I know you're going to like it. Is that what he broke out in that song? There I think is. she's going to like it here. Right in here. It's a high See, I tried to give him all the secrets of his future, but he wasn't listening. He, just he wasn't listening. Brought this lady to the camper in the rain, like it was some sort of freaking date. I mean, there wasn't even like dice for Yahtzee there. It was and this just... was also Montana? No. Oh. It was Minnesota. northern Minnesota. But listen, have a plan if you're bringing your girlfriend, because if you show up to a place, it sounds like it's an ex like an experience. <laughs> and then there's nothing there besides like two queen beds and a VHS of Annie. Well, I think he's supposed he to watch movies. I mean, isn't I this what we're going experience. for? Yeah. He brought his own experience. Well, right we sure. get back in the car and it turns out he was as shocked as I was because <laughs> he did not really expect that. He thought we were going to the cabin. <laughs> the cabin, in quotation. And if you dot, want to go, like, well, you're welcome. You can scroll through. <laughs> previous episodes though because i know the stories there oh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Gosh. thanks for asking jamie 
Uh, Kim McIsaac. <laughs> so mine was in a bed. So oh. you you breaker. could call this person, I guess, my boyfriend for dignity purposes. But I I was young in my teen years, and he was older. So I snuck out of the house in the middle of the night to go over. Taxi cabbed it there. Taxi cab. Yeah. Yeah, you did. There's no Uber then. There was no Uber. There was no Uber. Um, and yeah, what'd you wear to sneak out that night? Oh God. Well, I was actually at a friend's house. So I was at a friend's house, and my parents just thought I was staying over, and then I left and went. You Mm -hmm. know, hooked up. I guess that's what the young ones would call it now. And I don't know. Netflix and chill. Probably jeans and a sweatshirt. I guess would be what I was wearing. But yeah, that was my. Yeah, I thought that's a story. That whole relationship is another episode. Oh my gosh. To be continued. TB, to be continued. TB, whatever that acronym is. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Mine was in a bed like Kimmy. Yeah, I had a house party. And uh, yeah, my first love. Brought me rose the next day. And then it just went downhill from there. Anyone was over. Yeah, they should crawl through his window and watch him sleep at night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. Oh, I God, the freaking attorney just fell off her chair. I used to, and ended by now. I used to crawl out my window and run down the street and call a cab. No, I used I to crawl window, window while he was sleeping. Yeah, totally different. <laughs> 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 uh, I used to climb in this, this is where you put the disclosure from our attorney, Miss Cabrera. Imagine Jen's climbing in a window as I'm climbing out of a window. Jen is old enough for the statute of limitations to abort. We would not recommend this young man for anyone to do. <laughs> we went from a window to a table window yeah. and watch him sleep. Oh my God. There was a boy I had a crush on, and from her house you could see into his house. Oh. Um, but not his bedroom or anything, but like his living room when we would get binoculars and look into it from her window into his. So just swing I it back fence sleep. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know why you're such a wuss, but you could go all the way like Jen did. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this is, so what's an annoying bedroom habit, but not like a sexy time bedroom habit, but something your spouse does that's really annoying. Mine is that he tries to cuddle me at night and I just want my sweet. <laughs> <laughs> like, leave me and Harry Potter alone. God, I like, think. I'll wait till he falls asleep and then I'll like crawl out and push him over. Yeah. I need my space. Yeah. My husband cracks his nose. He does this thing where he like, I think he takes his big toe and he reaches it over to the next toe and he uses it to crack it. So it goes That's all night tough. long. And yeah. I want to chop it off with the ax that you almost bought Isaac <laughs> for his birthday. I haven't yet. We're going in 23 years. He still has 10, but I'm just saying it's about to happen. I'm like one click away, one click away. And he knows it. Nick likes to listen to videos super quiet well I have a podcast going and I literally want to explode two sounds of voices at the same time you two don't have it where's your your pods tabs we did 
there are so many earbuds in this house so many so many earbuds I will say my husband does that too like he walks around and like I don't need to hear Bill Simmons no throughout the house thank you oh. Kimmy I the, the, Neil does a similar thing it's usually only on the weekends but he'll be like watching like TikToks or whatever videos he's watching and I'm like sleeping and I'm like really <laughs> he goes you do the same thing at night I go yeah and I have the volume turned all the way down because I'll do stuff on my phone but the volume's off so yeah you can't hear anything we're not like really headphone people but um yeah it would be that or like he tries to steal the good pillow <laughs> oh I'm like this is my pillow he's like no I always have this one I'm like no you and don't don't put your armpit spot on my face spot like I don't want that like I don't oh, like the pillows. Or the elbow in your Come face. Come on. Yeah. You have the life, Jen. I got nothing to She doesn't say I'm lonely nearly as much as we say, what the f- are you doing? So okay. I think she's got stuff figured out. Um, What was your favorite date of your whole life? Like, what is the most, like, um, just totally your jam date of your whole life? April 6, 2010, the day my daughter was born. Period. Oh. That's love. Oh. That's love. <laughs> That. that was very miscongeniality. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you Jimmy date as in date in date or date? I meant like uh Jimmy's date. still dying. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling on the floor, she's laughing. Just so anyone knows, we, we can no longer see Jamie, we can only see her leg. <laughs> oh no, it's her um, I meant to like date. yeah, he and her date. I mean, not to be all gender norms, but, but I love that. Well, I'm the only one single one at the table. So back up my April 6, 2010, back nine months. And there you have it. Boom. That's a great date. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know the truth. It happened at the Vancouver High, High Fairmont. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it did. I don't know. Nothing really comes to Mine's probably a concert, just because I love yes. going to concerts. Mm-hmm. I think probably the Rolling Stones, me and my husband went mm-hmm. on a date there, I guess. That was like one of the best things ever because I just always wanted to see them and I had so much fun. And Concerts are the best. Nick and I, my life. Mine was Nick and I went to see Bob Marley and the Whalers. Well, just the Whalers because, you know, what happened to Bob Marley? You know. <laughs> but it was the, just the Whalers. <laughs> At the Wilma, which is an old theater in Missoula, Montana, has the velvet seats and all the fancy stuff on the inside. It was so fun. We were so young. We'd only been together for like six months, maybe or so. It was awesome. Loved it. So fun. I maybe, okay, I'll say, I can't really remember because we're just boring people. <laughs> we like go to the movies, go to dinner. I mean, we had kids a year into our relationship. So, but I would say one of the, our first concert we went to was called the River Rave. It was an alternative rock concert that had like just multiple groups and stuff like that like the stone temple pilots godsmack cypress uh, hill were like a few of the people that were there and a lot of people rushed the stage well it was like a pit like so they rushed it they broke all the barriers so then everybody could go down to like the front which was pretty cool a little scary but it was pretty cool and then um so everybody got to be like right up front by the stage and that was like our first concert we had been to like neil adult had was 29 when he went to his first concert so and then we just went to concerts for like a year and a half straight. We just constantly, was like our thing. It just like, every time we turned around, we were going to um, another concert. So those, those are fun. 
love concert. Last concert um, I went to was Elmo Live. <laughs> so it's been a long time. <laughs> but I know we're the new kids on the block. And I did get to the stage and I got right on to the stage, dangling, dangling from the speaker. And the big security guard picked me up and he threw me into the people. Oh That's awesome. Yeah, well, I got so damn close. I never saw, got to see night. them. I wanted to so bad, but I never got to see them. My friend toured with them. It's actually kind of cool. But anyway, yeah, that was a cool concert. I don't really do, I saw Michael Jackson. Which was your favorite, best date? I like those, like, we've been talking about Stillwater recently, and uh, that's like this little town in Minnesota that's right along the river, and uh, there's all this history there, and there's all these shops and all these boutiques and all these restaurants and stuff, and so one of my favorite things is like a walk in Bozeman or a walk in Stillwater where you get to like mm-hmm. meander through this antique store for 40 extra minutes, or you have nowhere to go, so you get to sit down and look at the books at this place or whatever, Um and then just like mosey into a dinner, like one of those no expectation days that just keeps going. Yeah. I'd much prefer that to a schedule, but I don't know. I'm also such a rigid jerk that it's hard to get me flexible enough to enjoy one of those <laughs> meandering walks lately. But I nowadays I I'm into the Netflix and chill. <laughs> True. Okay. Here's a good last question. What do you love most about yourself? <laughs> a couple of people got teary eyed and Jed's face is like, what the f- is that? <laughs> I, I can answer that because I'm working on it. It, It's like an active goal of mine and I can appreciate all that I've already done. And one of my favorite things is that I can like adjust my sales. I mean, you guys are my best friends. So maybe you wouldn't say that my sale adjusting is so quick on the dime, but I do feel like I can be flexible and I'm grateful for that. Um, Maybe it's my Boston accent. No, just kidding. Oh, I I parked the car. Pack the car. Um, get your mama bareness. I guess my best attributes I would say are that I'm honest, I'm loyal to a fault, but I'm also a mama bear with not just my kids, but with anybody that is in my inner circle. So, Tabs or Jen, do you have one? Go ahead, Tabs. You've been pretty, pretty anxious to add this thing tonight. Any other fantasies? Not anxious. Got any fantasies about you? Got number three. Her love of Jason and Momoa is what she loves most about her. (laughs) (laughs) One day we'll cross paths, Momoa. One day. (laughs) Well, he's on the market. Yeah, isn't he divorced or getting divorced? Wait a minute. Who's isn't he married to Lisa Bonet? Yeah, they're getting divorced. Actually, sorry, Tabitha. They are officially back together. I had well, some news. Tabitha is also officially married. She's <laughs> she is gorgeous, so I don't blame him. You know, they're, well, they were they've been out, they've been hanging out again. Yeah, they're 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 back, Deb. Maybe like they're just, just consciously. Yeah. Maybe they're just Wait, consciously in couples. Uncoupling. <laughs> we don't know the story, people. Don't piss all over my hopes and dreams. This is why I want the celebrity thing. It's all I've got going on. But. Okay, qualities I like about myself. I believe I'm highly resilient. That you are, my friend. That would be my most, the quality I like best about myself. Mm-hmm. Bouncing on back. Speaking of bouncing, your butt's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I do have some junk in the trunk as well. <laughs> lady curves where Nora B gets it <laughs> yes lady curves all around I will say that I have a trustworthy face 
people tell me things all the time. Is that your attorney side? I've been trustworthy yeah. face. <laughs> Coming to a bus stop near you anytime. No, I will oh, say yeah. that it, I'm one of those people that I'm not like, like my sister. She's like a bombshell energy. Like you get her the minute you meet her. She dra- draws you in. I'm kind of more like a slowed gas type of gal like but once you get to know me you're in the circle and you know that's I have like life to know you is to love you oh so sweet Jen Jen you know I don't know Rachel mentioned boobs no um you know what I'm not no not a lot of things but I will say um it's not that I love it about myself I'm proud of myself and how far we've come in this full circle life of autism so really kind of reflecting back on that a lot lately with some stuff with her so really other yeah. than that <laughs> I don't know I got nothing I can I can make a mean veggie stir fry I don't know <laughs> she has become quite the keto cook I'm mm-hmm. keto cook, yeah. yeah oh my god expert truffle maker that's right up there Costato uh, maker over here hello that looked delicious I make one tomorrow. that was Instagram worthy yes. what about you Jamie you. very good friend I love it's hard, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, I have way better hair than Kenny G, so there's that. No, I don't. There's so many split ends. I trimmed it a little bit today. It's not great. Um, that uh, I love uh, my directness and honesty. <laughs> it doesn't always pay off, but I love it. <laughs> it's me. So, I don't know. I love that. Too. I have to say, I think we're all far more lovable than our ideas of ourselves. I know. Maybe we should and we all have a bigger worth. But you know what? We were talking about how, like, we came together, like the five most polar opposite people mm-hmm. in a group of 4,000 plucked out together. I mean, the fact that we ended up at this table together, the, the five of us, we are all so different on so many different levels, yet we're very similar in so many ways. Like, yeah, and it's yeah. funny, like we've said before, we probably would have never been friends, like, had we met, like, in real life, like, we probably would not have walked the same, you know, we probably would not have crossed paths, you know, if the kind of autism gives us that common age differences, where we live differences, how we that's been made clear today. <laughs> <laughs> age differences. Yeah. What did I say when you called me an old lady? I blacked out. What did you say? <laughs> Because many people, I couldn't even imagine them young. Oh my God. <laughs> I answered stand by me and you're like, what the f-? <laughs> I don't think I've seen stand by me. Oh, my. oh, it's the best movie. I'm going to make you watch it. I always uh-huh. tell my kids, I'm going to make you watch this. I'm going to make you watch that. They're like, I mean, please don't. Please don't. I can't. Why can't I remember? So who was in that? Corey Feldman, River Phoenix. Yeah, he was, he was a cross shit. There was just this like, you know, also the Newsies. I'm not that I was a particular- the newsies, right? Like there's just this guy in tweed thing or the haircuts, the haircuts. God. The newsy haircuts. The newsy haircuts. <laughs> well, anyway, I love you guys. Love this you. was fun. Hopefully people stuck with us. I don't know what this is going to end up as, but this will be a 12 yeah. minute episode. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> but Thanks we have fun, which is always. There's probably nothing usable. Oh, yeah. this is all we have we hope Um, we made you laugh on your drive wherever you're driving and or cooking or working out and people say they always like when we just talk like this so we'll see if you really (laughs) oh you're welcome people this is what you wanted
Remember this to is love, love behind the scenes, people. Think today, I want you guys to think about what you love about yourselves while you're yeah. listening to this episode and after. And if you don't really know what's going on in this episode, it's not you. <laughs> we didn't know either. <laughs> it's not you. Bye. Bye. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Bye. Bye. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for joining us at the table for our ninth series, All the Lab. Stay tuned for more. And while you wait, make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Individually, you can find Rachel Flanagan at flanaville.com, Flanaville on Facebook, and Flanaville 3 on Instagram. For Kimberly McIsaac, you can find her at autismadventureswithalyssa.com, autismadventureswithalyssa on Facebook, and the same on Instagram. Jamie Ramos is at jamieramoswrites.com, Jamie Ramos writes on Facebook and the same on Instagram. For Tabitha Cabrera, you can find her at peaceofautism.com, Peace of Autism on Facebook and the same on Instagram. For Jennifer Dunn, you can find her at keepingupwithkaya.com, Keeping Up With Kaya on Facebook and on Instagram. Thank you so much for joining us at the table. We love having you and can't wait to sit with you again.